every now and then I stumble on something that I use every day. And yet when I stop and look at what I'm doing, I can apply it to my own life and actually learn quite a bit. What do I mean? Well, every now and then when I'm on the computer, I'll hit control, alt, delete. And I stop and go, man, I should apply that to my life. Show some control, alter what I'm doing, and delete. And guess what? That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Ackman, David Alliance. Thanks for tuning in. Like I've been trying to get the word out, the podcast will come in heavy and hot when I'm ready to deliver a podcast heavy and hot. Pete, Luke, Tom, Alex, thanks for uh, saying, hey, we don't care when it comes out, just keep pumping it out. That encourages me, so thanks a lot. You can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. And say what you like or don't like, what you want to hear on, what, what, whatever it is, let me know. Hey, for the record, I'm going out on a limb right here, but I am going to, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, die hard, always will be, but I'm going to cheer for the Baltimore Ravens this year to go all the way and to take the Super Bowl. And let me tell you what, I've done a little bit of deep dive research on their coach, John Harbaugh. I didn't realize he was such a strong man of God, such a strong Christian If you dig up some of the interviews that he has regarding his testimony and his faith, well worth it. So, uh, since the Bears aren't in it and they get the number one draft pick, and please choose Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm pulling for the Ravens. Let me know who you're pulling for. All right, we're talking about launching into 2024 to make it the best year we possibly can. And again, I'm not talking so much about goals, and much as I'm talking about how to clean up our life, and just get ready for a great launch. Look, when you have a rocket and it launches, you don't say, our goal is to get to the moon. Well, that is a goal, but the focus is everything behind the scenes to make that goal happen, and that's kind of what I'm going after right now. So we talked about honesty. Today, I want to talk about deleting or eliminating things or uh, stuff in your life. I mean, there are In all of our lives, there are things and areas that we should delete before we add. You probably know the story made famous by Stephen Covey's book, First Things First. If you haven't, I'll wrap the story up as quickly as possible, but you probably heard it. But it's a professor who puts a huge jar on his desk, and he first fills it with big rocks. And he asks his students, is it filled? And they go, yes, it's filled. So then he pours in gravel, and he says, is it filled? And they say, yes, it's filled. And then he pours in sand and says, is it filled? And they say, yes, it's filled. And then he pours in water, and he says, is it filled? And they go, yes, it's filled. And the students thought they were learning that no matter how much it was filled, you could always put more in. But he quickly pointed out, no, the most important point is this. Put what's most important in first. So before some of us do what we want to do in 2024 and go where we want to go and achieve what we want to achieve, We need to dump some of the sand and gravel and water out of our life and eliminate and concentrate and put what's most important into our life, making the most of your year and absolutely launching you into the stratosphere is usually more about deleting and eliminating than adding. I know that's sometimes hard for us to get our head wrapped around, but it's the truth. Look, what would you delete? 
Uh, I think you should maybe delete some of the goals that are no longer passions. Delete friends that do not promote your goals or your ideals or your lifestyle. I would delete habits and routines that stall or stagnate your pursuit of better things. I would delete books, music, movies, websites, anything like that, that does not promote or energize you towards your goals. I would delete what I allow myself to listen to and who I listen to. I would delete access to uh, my productive time. I've realized lately I have to quit feeling like I need to be available 24-7 for everyone. So there are things that I need to delete, eliminate, and concentrate on other things. Okay, most of you know the Pareto Principle. If not, it states that 20% of our action is what produces the 80% of production. So the key is to find out what is making the biggest difference in your life and delete the other 80% in order to make room for more of what is creating the greatest outcome. It's a little confusing, but at the, the bottom of it, the, the, the foundation of it is this. We're wasting a lot of time by allowing things to hang out in our life, hang out in our habits, hang out in our routine, hang out in our mindsets, We're wasting a lot of time because we aren't choosing to just delete it, get rid of it, eliminate it. And you go, well, Garth, this sounds great, but did Jesus practice this Pareto principle? Well, he actually, he sure did. If you read through the Gospels very carefully, you will see that there are actually five groups that Jesus hung with, and he broke up the time accordingly. Jesus hung with the multitudes. Yes, There were thousands at times, and he hung out with them, and they hung out with Jesus. Then he hung out with 120 disciples. They had access to Jesus and his teaching. They followed him. And then he had 70 disciples, a smaller group that had more access and time to him. Then he had his 12 disciples that had the most access to him as a group. But then Jesus also had his three disciples, Peter, James, and John. They seemed to have a special spot where Jesus spent even a little more time with them. And then ultimately, he had one, and I won't call this one a group, the other five were groups. But then he had one disciple, John, who he spent the most time with, that John even said, he loves me the most. That's pretty nice to be able to say that. But Jesus eliminated time. When necessary, Jesus eliminated certain people from his presence to produce the results he wanted. We are pretty quick to ask people to make time for us, aren't we? Hey, could you make time for me for this? Hey, could you do this? Hey, could you do that? But guess what? We don't make time for ourselves. We want people to eliminate things out of their schedule, their calendar, their life, to come and meet our needs, when in truest fashion, the most profitable thing to do is to eliminate and concentrate in our own lives what we can in order to launch to our fullest potential in 2024. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, Keep slaying giants.